0: Welcome to another episode of the Two Shots Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Garcia, and today we're going to be joined by Jeff Garcia, the lead writer for everything and anything that has to do with the San Antonio Spurs. What's going on, Jeff? Uh, Nothing
1: much, Joe. Glad to be on your show, uh, Two Shots Podcast, and I'm pretty sure there's a lot on San Antonio Spurs fans' mind because perhaps
0: a big man is available out of New Orleans. That's the latest rumor, man, and... We're going to talk about that because I think right now Spurs fans are are getting are feeding into false hope. You know, they're feeding into, oh, let's join the AD sweepstakes. You know, let's go yeah. ahead and go after Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis, <laughs> I mean, if you go after him, who do the, the Spurs really have as bargaining chips? And not only that, but you'd have to offer him a, a, a supermax. You know, can can the Spurs yeah. feasibly do all these things? You know, that's that's what we're going to wind up answering right now. So we'll go ahead and uh, start off by <laughs> reading a, a quick excerpt that I got from you. Uh, you can go ahead and check out Jeff on Twitter. He's always a good follow. It's Jeff G Spurs Zone, and it's at J-E-F-G Spurs Zone. You look for him on Twitter. He always puts out great stuff, reliable content. And usually you're the one that reports it first, and then everybody else copies you. So... That's saying something. You're the Woj (laughs) of San Antonio.
1: That's pretty much the way it's always been.
0: Yeah, you're the Woj of San Antonio. If you didn't hear it from Jeff, it's just cannon fodder. So we're going to read a a little excerpt he put up on Twitter earlier today. It was about Anthony Davis, and it was something that the Pelicans uh, released. They said, this past weekend, Anthony Davis' representatives informed us that Anthony does not wish to sign a contract extension with our team, and subsequently has requested a trade. Although we are disappointed in his decision, our organization's top priority is to bring an NBA championship to our city and fans and build our team for long-term success. Relative to specific talks of a trade, we will do do this on our terms and our timeline. On that makes the most sense for our team and will not dictate and it says, will not be dictated by those outside of our organization. We have also requested the league to strictly enforce the tampering rules associated with the transaction. And basically what broke down earlier today too, Jeff, is that the league is investigating, I guess, I, I guess they're going to investigate his uh, his agent because they, I guess there was some stipulation about publicly requesting to be traded. So we'll go ahead and let you fill us in on all this Anthony Davis talk.
1: Yeah, I mean you pretty much nailed it on the head. You know, everybody woke up. Um, don't know when you're publishing this, uh, Joe, but woke up Monday morning uh, to the news uh, out of ESPN that Mr. AD Anthony Davis will uh, is requesting a trade, as you mentioned. E- you know, and I obviously, you know, Spurs fans, you know, they're going to jump on that. They're going to talk about what way can they get AD in Spurs colors. Well, let's face it, Joe. That possibility is almost slim to none. Uh, let's start off with pretty much the obvious. Do you really think New Orleans is going to trade within their division? Uh, a guy like Anthony Davis to San Antonio, a team that they had to face four, three to four times every season. Um, that's not you know, a, a good move for them uh, tr- strategically if they want to contend in the West, let alone their own division. Now, then there's, there's obviously in the Western Conference you trade to a Western Conference, again, San Antonio does not make sense. Also, too, if you're New Orleans, um, you know what? What do the Spurs really have? Uh, you, you know, you you they don't probably not going to want a Paul Gasol. They're going to want to try to flee San Antonio. They're going to ask for Dejounte and Lonnie and lma and DeRozan. You, you know, those those names are going to go up there. And that's fine, you know, if the Spurs want to pull that trigger. But then, what are they left with? You know, are you, are you left with is a team, like? Anthony Davis had in New Orleans with not much support around him. Look, he's a guy who's been in the league for quite some time. His win percentage is below 500. Uh, it's, it's actually 48, 49.48 .48, 49. So I get his frustration. You know, he's in the prime of his career. And does he want to waste it uh, playing for a mediocre team in New Orleans? Look at some of their uh, recent moves uh, from their front office. Uh, you know, they, they fired Monty Williams, uh, former Spurs, head scratcher you know they, they give uh, Ryan Anderson a ridiculous contract before he set sail to Houston uh, the re-up of Drew Holiday which, who's a good point guard but you know for the amount of money they gave him you know that was quite a bit so overall I, I can see why AD wants to leave now um, do I like the fact that he's well, well reportedly um, you know eyeing a contending team and we all know what that is wink wink nudge nudge uh, LA why clutch sports mmm that's that's the team that he joined Oh, his best buddy is LeBron James uh-huh LeBron James said uh, to begin the season how it would be good to play with uh, Anthony Davis and let's face it big men always seem to be attracted to Los Angeles why is that Dwight Howard Shaquille O'Neal Pau Gasol you know big qual- you know, quality big men always tend to land in LA and it uh, looks like we're probably going to see that happening again. Now, look, uh, would I love to see AD in Spurs colors? Who would it? But at the end of the day, Joe, do they really have the, what, what New Orleans would probably want?
0: Yeah, I'm with you on that one. And that's kind of what, you know, I wanted to talk about with you. Uh, Because all these fans, all I've been hearing all over Spurs Twitter today, fans going at each other saying, oh, they're on the fence. Some of them are like, yes, we should go and get AD. We need change now. We need a... Just go ahead and blow up the team. Others are like, "You all are crazy," calling the other fans out. They're fighting amongst each other, but really, I mean, at the end of the day, it's like you said: What do the Spurs really have to offer? You know it. Yeah, they, they they really don't. Yeah, we really don't have anything to offer other than just giving away our best players. And if, like you said, the Spurs choose to do that and they want to go ahead and go in full rebuilding mode, that's strictly up to the the front office and and pulling that trigger. But more than likely, we're not going to see anything, you know, come of this other than just more rumors. And
1: yeah, and let's, let's, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Joe. Go but um, you, you know, you also throw this in there too. The Spurs do have two first round picks uh, in this coming up uh, draft this summer. One's protected because of the Kawhi Leonard, uh, Demar DeRozan deal. But nevertheless, even those picks are low. They're they're one's going to be maybe in the middle somewhere because of the Spurs uh record how they're going to end and then of course it's it's protected by toronto and that's probably going to be a low pick as well uh you know all in all it, it's a play. it's really what it comes down to don't see it happening um you know Buford as good as he is you know this one i i think might be out of reach now is it going to be you know um sometime down the line before the nba trade deadline comes out a report oh the spurs contacted new orleans And everybody's going to go crazy over that. You can brace yourself already. If that report comes out, forget about it. At the end of the day, all that means is the Spurs are just testing the waters. Who knows? Maybe New Orleans would bite on something. But in reality, the chances of him coming and wearing Spurs colors are are, are almost negative zero, negative one, negative two. Just don't see it happening, Joe.
0: Yeah, and that's what I wanted to dive into a little bit is this is what he's due. And I pulled this off of an article by... Adrian Wojnarowski of of ESPN. It says Davis is eligible to, eligible to sign a 5-year, 240 million dollar supermax extension this summer. And he can become a free agent in the summer of 2020, you know? So, I mean, th- he's going to demand some some big time cash and you're going to have to have expendable players for one uh you're going to have to create some type of cap space. And I think right now the front runners that would probably be willing to take a a gamble on something like this would probably be the Lakers, the Knicks, and there's even talk that maybe the Celtics might be interested. I don't really see that mm-hmm. happening because the Celtics already have a decent enough team. You know, we'll just have to see how far they go this season and you know in the playoffs. But barring anything miraculous, I believe that Anthony Davis will finish out his season with the Pelicans because the NBA trade deadline is next week. Is it not, Jeff?
1: Yeah, it's coming up soon. And, and, um, you know, that pretty much um, is when we'll see whether or not um, Davis is wearing uh, New Orleans colors or Los Angeles Lakers colors. Another thing too, Joe, you know, we know what he can do. We know on the court X's and O's stats, the blocks, the points, the field goal percentage, the intimidation, um, you know, the plus minus. I get that, you know, that's a generational player right there you know that wants to get out of New Orleans but then you have to factor this too he really hasn't been the most healthiest player in his career you know he's a bit injury prone and and here's a guy that if the Spurs were to make a run for it let's just say for some reason the planets align and he ends up being a spur this season you mentioned it you know there is the fact that you know he's in demand big money because this is the final year of his uh, deal now if I'm smart I'm going to take a page out of the Spurs playbook and what they had to do with uh, Kawhi Leonard, or that being if I'm New Orleans. Um, Orleans, uh, Kawhi Leonard reportedly demanded a trade to L.A., whether that be the Clippers or the Lakers. Instead, the Spurs shipped them off to Toronto. Now, in this situation right now, it's New Orleans who hold the cards. They're the ones that are going to be trying to see what exactly uh, what teams and uh, who are gonna come to the table and how much they can fleece them with. Look, um, just because a player says they wanna go to X team does not mean they're gonna go to X team. We've seen that already. Paul George uh, reportedly wanted to leave Indiana to go to the uh, the Lakers, ended up going to OKC. And as mentioned is Kawhi Leonard, and he wants to go to an LA team, but he goes to Toronto. So if you're in New Orleans, you just sit back, relax. He's still under contract for this season. It's going to make for one awkward locker room, I'll tell you that much. Now, here's a guy who's pretty much saying, I don't want to be with this team anymore. And then those are his teammates he's going to have to play with if he finishes out this season uh, in New Orleans. So all in all, it's a strategic mood. It looks like they're going to try to force New Orleans' hand. But at the end of the day, New Orleans holds all the cards as of right now.
0: Yeah, and I agree with you on that end. You know, one of the, the things that I think we have to really think about here is really where's a good landing spot for him where do you think he might really wind up? You have teams like Phoenix. You have teams like the Wizards, Orlando Magic, and the Hawks. I think either of these teams, if they wanted to, or even the Knicks, could feasibly you know, pull a trigger because they can clear up cap space because you know some of these mm-hmm. teams are in full tank for Zion mode already. I haven't mentioned the Cleveland mm-hmm. Cavaliers because I think they still have money wrapped up in all these players that they wanted to bring in. Uh, prior to LeBron James exiting. So they still have uh, a lot of players on their roster that they need to, I don't know, they're going to have to pay. They're going to have to buy out, find teams who want to buy out contracts. And that's a tough sell. You know, so the Cavs are going to be bad for a while. But the other teams, they can, you know, make maybe some type of an offer because of maybe draft picks that they might have coming to them that might sound attractive for the Pelicans and if they want to rebuild and possibly get some young talent to to replace anthony davis so to me that kind of makes more sense I, I don't know do you think that that makes more sense to you like a wizards or somewhere in the east coast like you know with the, the magic or the sun something of that nature well you know
1: look joe he he i gotta repeat this again and he doesn't get to call the shots as of right now
0: yeah yeah, i'm, I'm talking right about he can, i'm talking about he can, new orleans he, he, what, what about New Orleans? I'm saying if they want to go ahead and ship him off to somebody else that has something to, to borrow oh, with, yeah. I'm saying teams like the Wizards, yeah. you know, teams like the Phoenix Suns, no, I, the Magic.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm, I, mis- I misunderstood you. Yeah. Um, If I'm New Orleans, I hold out for Boston. I don't care if there are reports coming out that uh, Boston is not in the mix or he's not a preferred trade destination. As of right now, he doesn't get to call the shots. He's under the contract with the uh pelicans so if the pelicans want to ship them to boston in my opinion is a smart move why one you move out of the conference two yeah you know you're it's pretty pretty much a page out of uh, Kawhi leonard spurs drama you know send him uh send him out of the conference go, send him to a place where he did not want to demand he doesn't get to call the shots right now uh, three boston has a boatload of players and picks if New Orleans wants to tank and they want to start all over again, that's the team to target. Boston has uh, pretty much made it very clear all that treasure trove of picks and players are available uh, for a guy like AD. And AD, and that trade will, and what Boston can give the Pelicans, oh my God, that, not only will, the, will, will will Boston be set with getting uh, Anthony Davis, but New Orleans will be set getting young talent, seasoned talent, uh, a young talent that has gone through the awards already. Remember that a Tatum, a Rozier, uh, uh, a Brown, those guys went to the Eastern Conference finals at a young age. Then you mix in the those quality picks that Boston have. If I'm, if I'm New Orleans, I'm holding out for Boston.
0: Yeah. So, you know, they are one of the front runners. We'll just have to see. I know that they're not going to want to give up uh, Kyrie. They're going to want to keep yeah. a hold of, of Kyrie Irving because let's face it, Jeff, he's the one that brings in the. The money, you know, that's the guy that the fans want to see perform every day, every night. You know, he's the go-to, he's their superstar, but everybody else I think is pretty much up for grabs if they're going to pull a, you know, a trader or something like that in the off season. But I doubt if they work anything out by next week. I mean, there's so few days to process all this information and then you have to, you know, uh, one thing that people don't understand is that this is a business and a lot of these teams, they don't just use their own money. They have to, you know, go through the process of talking to banks. You know, (laughs) where are they going to get this money? What are they going to do? How are they (laughs) going to move funds around? There's a lot of things that go on behind the scenes, and you don't want to be pulling a trigger too fast before you're very meticulous in in everything that you do. So that's one of the reasons why I think he's going to probably wind up standing pat. You know, he's going to finish his season off with the Pelicans, and then probably in the off season that's when they'll entertain you know some some hardcore trade offers for, for Anthony Davis that that's what i think will yeah. pan out
1: but at the end of the day too it's, it's definitely going to change the landscape of the nba whether he gets shipped east or west and we know the west is is clogged with megastars we know that from lebron james uh to paul george uh you know and imagine AD in LA and think about this the California teams will be stacked just project this out let's pretend AD gets sent to the Lakers okay fine then that's LeBron and AD in LA then you have the Warriors in San Francisco being the Warriors and then if Kawhi Leonard decides to leave Toronto for the Clippers my goodness talk about a power concentration not only in the West but in California those are teams that the Spurs are going to have to face three to four times each season. It would not be fun for San Antonio.
0: No, it definitely won't. But that brings me to a next topic too, Jeff, before we end this episode of the Two Shots podcast. There's been a lot of talk among Spurs fans, you know, and because of all these trade rumors that are going on, hasn't just been Anthony Davis. Me and you talked about rumors that have been swirling around for, you know, Tristan Thompson from the Cavaliers to, you know, a number of other players that we've heard, you know, mm-hmm. names come up. The Spurs right now, they, they do need some talent. They need a little bit of help in the talent roster. But I don't see them really pulling a trigger and going after big yeah. superstars right now. That That's just not what they're going to do. They're going to go and look and see who they have in development in the G League. What players are going to develop into that, you know, maybe a a good role player, you know, maybe a good all-around player that they're going to want to use for years to come. They're not going to really go outside of the talent pool that they have now. Yeah. They might bring in somebody if someone's available, a contract's expiring, but Spurs fans, I think they're just spoiled and picky, man. They always want something more than what they have. Even in years where they've won a championship, you've heard talk about after the championship run was over and fans had time to celebrate what did we hear? Oh, we need to get better. We need to get younger. We need to get rid of, uh, you know, a Marco Beninelli. We need to get rid of Manu. He's too old. Tony Parker, he's not what he used to be. I mean, th- these fans are just never happy, man. Even if you win yeah. a championship, they still have something to gripe about. So I'm going to ask you, do you think that the Spurs are going to, you know, do anything drastic? Or are they, like I said, they're just going to pull no. from what they have I'm, now. I'm going to stop you right there. No, nothing nothing there'll be drastic.
1: if anything um they can probably look at the waiver wire uh, once the uh, trade deadline settles down yeah you know the only, only quote unquote move and i put that in quotes is giving lonnie more minutes throughout the season that could be an addition simply because he's been playing in austin and within in the g league but outside of that no i don't see any blockbuster move from san antonio <laughs> again they don't have pieces that they want right now if they want to go to a team a team that's looking to tank And looking for an expiring contract like Pal Gasol, okay, fine. You know, he's available. You know, maybe even a guy like Patty Mills could be available, but, uh, you you know, the value of Pal Gasol on the court may be minimal, but his contract is definitely, you know, valuable again for a team looking to clear out space. I could see something like that. But you're not going to get much in return for a guy whose prime is well past him. And who has been in and out of the lineup and due to injury and you know out of the rotation, uh, you know he's not athletic anymore. He's not the palgassol of yesteryear. So let's put it that way. Patty Mills, you know, there's another guy that the Spurs could dangle, but we know about Spurs loyalty. You know, he played. He just played his 500th game in a Spurs uniform, and the Spurs made a big deal about it. Just don't see it happening. The Spurs are not going to give up Dejounte Murray, Demar Derozan, LMA. Uh, you know, Lonnie Walker, maybe Metu, maybe he could be on there, you know, maybe they're draft picks. The Spurs just don't have a stockpile right now. And, again, you know, barring any type of miracle, just there'll be no blockbuster move. Yeah,
0: and who's to say how this team will look next year when we have DeJounte Murray returning at full strength, you know? Mm -hmm. This team could look a lot different because we're going to have a dynamic guard out there who's very athletic, can play defense, and likes to rebound. You know, he kind of changes the complexion of the game and makes the game easier for both DeMar and for LaMarcus Aldridge and possibly even Rudy Gay. If we decide to give him, a, you know, maybe yeah. another contract for, I don't know, extend him for two years or three years, depending on what happens, yeah. you know? So I think this yeah, team could uh, look different. Yeah,
1: yeah, at the end of the day, just I wouldn't hold my breath for seeing Anthony Davis or any other megastar coming to San Antonio this season.
0: Yeah, that's, that's kind of why I wanted to bring you on so we could dispel all these rumors and these delusions of grandeur, you know, that these Spurs <laughs> fans are feeding into. A lot of the articles you guys are reading and a lot of the things that are being written are just clickbait articles. They're just something to get you talking, something that's done to get clicks on a website, you know, but it's not something that's really going to happen. At the end of the day, the Spurs are who they are and you're just going to have to live with it, mm-hmm. you know. And support the team so on that note we're gonna go ahead and end this episode <laughs> yeah, of the no. two shots podcast <laughs> but we're gonna go ahead and let Jeff tell you guys where you can interact with him and read all the great content that he has coming out
1: sure you can follow me on Twitter as Joe, as Joe mentioned at Jeff G Spurs zone make sure to go out to the spoon over at Newsforce San Antonio on Fox29 sanantoniocom lots of content there and subscribe to locked on Spurs and if you have a smart speaker just Talk to that smart speaker and say "Play Locked On Spurs." Uh, the Locked On NBA Network now uh, connected throughout uh, all the major uh, smart speakers now. So simply say that and subscribe. Joe's a regular there; uh, he comes on a lot, talk, um, talking about silver and black. So make sure to subscribe and listen to Locked On Spurs.
0: Yeah, and go to Locked On Spurs and check out the latest bo- uh, podcast that we just recorded. We're handing out grades. For the spurs this far into the season and we also name our mid-season mvp so make sure you check out the latest episode of locked on spurs with yours truly on there and of course i'm just there with the host the the one the only jeff (laughs) garcia so thank you joe yeah you can find us too you know two shots podcast you can follow us on facebook twitter instagram and it's all spelled out two shots t-w-o-s-h-o-t-s podcast and you can also check us out on the internet at twoshotssa.com. So for Jeff Garcia, I'm Joe Garcia. Thank you guys for listening. And like we always say, spread the love, stop the hate and be kind. We're out. Peace.